0: Hey, welcome back to Chew the Bible It's your good friend A.A. Ryan We're in Daniel chapter 12 And uh <clears throat> just want to thank y'all To take this time Just thank y'all Anyone who's been listening to this podcast From the very beginning I appreciate you It definitely has helped me spur me on To keep going but technically, even if I had zero listeners, I would still keep this podcast going because once again, I'll have some. It's good to have the sound of my own voice reading the Bible, you know, and hearing like how I thought about it in those particular times of my life. You know, this is an ongoing kind of diary, and also my kids hopefully will listen to at least some of these someday, or <laughs> uh, my grandkids, or my grandkids' kids. If it makes it that far and um, somebody in Zimbabwe or Ethiopia or China is going to listen to this so and be blessed by it. So here we go. <clears throat> We're in the New King James Version. We're in the last chapter of Daniel chapter 12. It's 5.06 in the morning. I should be sleeping. And it's so this lovely September 15th, 2022. All right. Daniel chapter 12. Prophecy of the end time. At that time, Michael shall stand up. I believe he's talking about the angel, Michael. The great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never, such as never was since there was a nation. Hmm. Even to that time. And at that time, your people shall be delivered. He's talking about that future time, which many people believe is now around the end here in the near future everyone who is found written in the book and many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake. some to everlasting life some to shame and everlasting contempt Mm. those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament firmament And those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Some powerful stuff here. I'm interested in reading what the notes say. Some to shame and everlasting contempt. It's interesting that that's kind of what the sermon was on Sunday. That guy, Pastor John Brown, preached on God, wanted to tear down these twin towers of shame and regret. That's basically what it's saying here shame and contempt, shame and regret. Interesting. I'm going to put twin towers. This word, sleep. <clears throat> Man, I was watching these YouTube videos um, by that one dude, The Beat. I can't think of his name. Black dude, he makes all these videos and he was talking about that concept of soul sleep. He doesn't believe it's biblical. Anyway, I, I, I can not get a whole tangent. It says, but you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall increase. Hmm. It's interesting that those two phrases... We live in a time where knowledge is multiplying, like, as soon as you learn something, it's already obsolete. Like, there's some new book written about it, you know. Information is everywhere. You got TikTokers and Google people. Yeah, you can find stuff on Google. Like, just tons and tons and volumes and volumes of information. So, knowledge is increased. Definitely, we're in that time, and people run to and fro. You can hop on a plane and be in another city tomorrow. A train, a bus within a couple of days. Then I, Daniel, looked and there stood two others, one on this riverbank and the other on that riverbank. Hmm. Why riverbanks? And one said to the man clothed in linen, who was above the waters of the river, how long shall the fulfillment of these wonders be? It's clothed in man, clothed in linen. Then I heard the man clothed in linen who was above the waters of the river when he held up his right hand and his left hand to heaven and swore by him who lives forever that it shall be for a time, times, and half a time. And when the power of the holy people has been completely shattered, all these things shall be finished. And when the power of the holy people, what is he talking about? Okay, verse 8 Although I heard, I did not understand Man, That makes two of us, Mr. Daniel Then I said, my lord, what shall be the end of these things? And he said, go your way, Daniel For the words are closed up and sealed to the time of the end mm. And it's like Once again, watching a really good movie And then all of a sudden at the end, you don't you don't get to see how it ends Many shall be, you gotta wait they come out with the next episode like the final episode like yeah you have a season finale but they don't show the season finale till like imagine if you watched a really good show when you were like this is save 18 but the season finale didn't come out until you were 38 you had to wait 20 years to see the season finale and it finally comes out and you're like whoa but it'll be worth the wait. Many shall be purified, made white and refined, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. Hmm. I'm going to say it again. Many shall be purified, made white and refined, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. And from the time that the daily sacrifice is taken away and the abomination of desolation is set up, there shall be one thousand two hundred and ninety days. Blessed is he who waits and comes to the one thousand three hundred and thirty five days. But you go your way to the end for you shall rest and will arise to your inheritance at the end of the days. Hmm. It's interesting they use that word rest. Like, what do you mean by that? There's this whole concept that they believe like, then soul sleep, like. But this guy was pointing out all these scriptures about how the whole yeah, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. There's all these beliefs that people have, like where you where you go after you die. And anyway, that's a whole another conversation for another day. Par something par Alan Parr. Yeah, he has a lot of videos on this stuff. Alan Parr, A-L-L-E-N-P-A-R-R, I want to say. All right. I'm reading these little notes down here. Once again, we're reading out of the New Spirit-filled Life Bible. In time of trouble, the last three and one and a half years of Daniel's 70th week This is referenced in Matthew chapter 24 as well, verses 21 through 28. Hmm. We'll read it real fast. Let's see here, Matthew, Matthew 24. Now, what verses did you say? It's crazy how close we are to the New Testament. We're almost there. Uh, Well, verses, verses 21 through 28. For then there will be great tribulation such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time. No, nor shall ever shall be. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Then, if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ or there, do not believe it. For false Christ and false prophets will arise, and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. I love that. I always love that part. It says, "If possible, if possible, if it were possible, they would." But they're not. See, I have told you beforehand. Therefore, if they say to you, "Look, he is in the desert," do not go out. Or look, he is in the inner rooms. Do not believe it, for as the lightning comes. From the east and flashes to the west, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For wherever the carcass is, there the eagles will be gathered together. some powerful stuff all right let's read the rest of these notes Um, the classical view sees this time of trouble as a resumption a resumption of the events of Antiochus the fourth described in Chapter 11, verses 36 through 45. But again, this school of thought suggests that an ultimate antitype may also be found in the events of the book of the Revelation. In the book of Revelation, affirming the principle of multi-level prophetic fulfillment. Hmm. I mean, I need to read the Tony Evans notes on this. So I feel like he might simplify this stuff a little bit more. These two resurrections are further explained in Revelation 20, verses 4 through 15. The first resurrection takes place before the millennium and the second after the millennium, just prior to the great white throne judgment regarding the millennium. See kingdom dynamics, prophecy and the scriptures. Hmm. Shut up the words and seal the book. Many dispensational writers believe this time of the end refers to the fact that Daniel's vision of the 70 weeks was not understood until the 19th century after the death of Christ. Others feel this seems highly unlikely. The most obvious meaning seems to be that the latter events of the book of Daniel will not have great relevance until later in history. Classical interpretation. The classical prophetic writers view this time as being from the period of Antiochus IV onward. Through all the various afflictions of history, God's faithful are to keep themselves purified, made white and refined. This is the closing message of the book of Daniel. Mm. It's crazy because that's what that, dude, that Indian dude I was talking to. It's talking about how salt... So I was telling him how there's these scriptures that talk about how we're the salt of the earth. And he's telling me that the salt mine that he worked at in India, they only just mined for the salt and then they gave it to refiners to... um, They would sell it to these refineries because I guess there's a lot that go... It's very cumbersome and expensive to... There's a lot that goes into refining salt, which I didn't know that was that complicated. I thought just I don't know. I and mean, there's apparently multiple types of salt. <clears throat> it's funny, I saw this person with a shirt. It was like kinda of one of those beach vacation type shirts on the back of it said, stay salty. I'm just cracking up. All right. Um I saw that today. And when I met <clears throat> when I went to go buy my hoodie from uh Mr. uh TJ. TJ Riddle. Mr. Riddle, the Riddler. Alright. I'm gonna read these Tony Evans out real quick on chapter twelve, see what he has to say. And then we'll shut it down with a prayer. Hopefully I'll be able to fall asleep. Some like still kinda like hey, wound up, wired up. There we go. This is out of the Tony Evans study Bible. These are notes that he has to say about Daniel chapter 12. Those Jews who believe in Jesus, the Messiah will be resurrected at the beginning of Christ's millennial kingdom to enjoy the eternal benefits of God's covenant promises to his people. The second half of the tribulation would be 1,290 days. This equals three and a half prophetic years, 1,260 days, plus an extra 30 days. See the discussion of prophetic years in the note on. Anyway, all right. This then could be the time between the announcement that the pomp of the abomination of desolation is going to be set up and its actual erection. Or it could allow for the cleansing of the temple after this sacrilege is removed. In verse twelve, talk, and this is a reference to verse twelve. It says, The number this number extends, they're talking about the number one thousand three hundred and thirty-five. Extends the time after the tribulation for another forty-five days. Yet those who persevere to the end of this period are clearly blessed. Some Bible scholars Suggest this extra time could allow for the gathering and judgment of the gentile nations And then the last note on verse 13 it says these final words from heaven are for daniel personally A kingdom man like him will certainly not lose his reward Help me father. Let's thank you for your word Lord, um, there's a lot going on here Ooh, pretty intense Um Thank you, Lord, that we are saved by your grace and not our works. Thank you, Lord, that you are with us. You say you never leave us or forsake us, Lord. So I just pray in the name of Jesus as I lay my head to rest, Lord. I just pray you surround me with your angels. And uh, for those listening, I pray that they would just... But if they don't know you, they'll just simply say, Jesus, come into my heart, and they will repent and turn from their sins. And for those of us that have, do have a relationship with you and been walking with you, um, whether we, and we're and in a backslidden state or whatever state they're in, I just pray, God, that they would just recommit their lives to you, Lord. And um, yes, God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you carry us like a good shepherd. And you are that father that awaits us. Just any product, anyone that's in a state of a prodigal state, that they will return to you. In Jesus' mighty, precious name we pray. Amen. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned, or missed the mark, or veered off the path, and fallen short of the glory of God, or God's perfect standard. Romans six twenty three says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10, verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth, that Jesus is Lord, and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts, we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths, we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10, verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from him, and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen.